Sansa, Abira Swachi, Ribamia, Aminim Amen. Amen. I see that song as a prophetic song. Hallelujah. Amen. And Sanabe Tremono, Mamika Winitri. I do my Yamada Roma. Edia Comia Miamibri. Within Africa, outside Africa. I could do back two times, Jerusalem. Now, baby, I'm going to be able to say, there must be a reason, there must be a purpose. So, I'm going to be able to say, 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know there's a reason why Pastor arranged this particular program. Amen. Amen. Are you not expecting anything? And to me call, I become wake up, I bet you are so Mammy, Sister, what Pastor, there have been parts of me, Nikun, and I'm saying, I feel the same. Right here, I can hear. I feel the same. No worry. Hallelujah. And I feel cheap, I'm a refugee. Because I'm so I'm in the wedding. I'm a dear dancer, I'm a man. You're pointing or buy. Or something, but I'll come in. And in San Noyen, maybe say no anything. There's a ring in and I say, or they train me. Nipper so dos, said the hair mudos, and Tinamin Kaibapa. 
Papa, I'm not done. I say, come say. I feel say, I'm worried. Now me catch any man who knows say, I feel my worry. The minister won't cry and say, a year by this time. Amen. My bumpy dad, I never feel any bumpy. I've prayed. Hallelujah. The minister won't cry and say. A year by this time, they don't come as subiaran. Today, I'm going to be a year or a year. I'm going to be a year. I'm going to be a year. Amen. Today, I'm going to be a year. 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 I'm going to be Ephesians chapter 2. Forever saved and the place of faith and grace, or the place of grace and faith in salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2. And now, time, verse 8 and 9. I know you have been reading it, so let's read only the verse 8 and 9. Who is there? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9. All right. For it, I'm reading from the NIV. For it is by grace you have been saved. Through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Verse 9. Not by works. So that no one can boast. I repeat, 8 and 9. For it is by grace. You have been saved. So there, the advert by is there. You have been saved. Through faith. And not by works. So that one can boast. And say the monument. And I'm the Hallelujah. Amen. So you say, we see that the key words there. Saved. Grace. Faith. Mentioned there. And then the two adverbs. The by and then the true. The by and the true. The by and the true that is separating the grace and the faith. This by grace, true faith. So where Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, sorry, the same thing happens there. He said in the, in the olden days, the Lord God spoke through our, the prophets. The Lord God spoke, that is Hebrews chapter, let me read this so that I will not be taken from my head. Hebrews chapter uh, uh, 1 and verse 1. The same thing is repeated there. I'm talking about that by and then the, uh, the true. So there too, you see, because we'll still emphasize on that by and the true. You see that in the past or in the olden days, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times. And in various ways, you should underline the word true. But in these days, he has spoken to us by his son. It is a 
he has spoken to us through his son. If a prophet is speaking, like FM, as you prophesy, the Holy Spirit is speaking through me, but not by me. Hallelujah. Amen. The moment by is mentioned, they, they are talking about uh, authorship. We are talking about Nipakura, Okaya, and Nipakura, or Troy. I didn't say a trophy as by so and so. Spoken by so and so. And I'm a boy. Menko, Menko. Obabuami pa. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's even between by and then true. And this, and this, but the, what, the, the words that are being, let me use the word qualified there by the by and then the true are the grace and then the faith. And when he comes to grace, he says, by grace. Grace. So what is grace? Hallelujah. Amen. Grace is the undeserved, unearned, unmerited favor. Being given what we do not deserve. Of course, it's the opposite of mercy. Everybody knows the definition of mercy. Not being given what we deserve. And then be given what we do not even deserve. That's the grace. And not giving what we deserve. The penalty, the death is the mess. The undeserved because man deserved wrath. He deserved death. According to Romans chapter 9 and verse 22. Interpretation. Man deserved death. On end because nobody earned it. You can't earn it by works. And it's also unmerited because there's nothing in man that deserves or merits the favor of God. And all of them, the quotations are there. Later, I will send the script to you and then you, you can have them. Hallelujah. Amen. Incidentally, grace has the same basic meaning in Hebrew and also in Greek. The reason why sometimes theologians refer to Hebrew and Greek is not because of anything. Because if we want to go deeper, even as we are saying they're being rooted, we want to go deep into the root of the word. Because the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, who, if it is we are reading the Old Testament, we try to pick the Hebrew Bible to do some comparison. I also know that the New Testament was also written in uh, Greek. That is why sometimes we also quote, it's not because they want to prove that they know, but that is why sometimes they quote that in the Greek it is called like this. And then again, in Greek, the Greek language seems to be richer than English language. Because in the, in the Greek, if you are talking about love, the Greek will tell you the different kinds of love he's talking about. But in language, when we say I love you, it's love. Everybody says it's love. But in the Greek, there are different kinds of love. And that is the reason why sometimes you have to go and pick the Greek Bible and see which type of love. Is it talking about brotherly love? Or is it talking about agape love? Is it talking about the filial? Or is it talking about this? 
Enti na ba ne saa ye ko ekwo hwem se eye onuadodo ana Kristo do ana se odobia e wo ho bia. So that if you are telling your sister that I love you and it's grief, you will not be offended because you know you're not talking about a boyfriend and girlfriend matter. Enti sa wo ka che onu ba bi se odona wa adwuma ye fine. But in English language, we tell somebody I love you, immediately it begins to have ideas that are quite we on your papa. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? So grace has, and like I said, the Hebrew and the Greek, they, they are almost the same because Hebrew is the chain and the Greek is the carries. It's all talk about graciousness, talk about generosity, talk about the favor of God. And then again, when we say that by grace, then like I told you, that means that it has an altar. That means that grace is not coming by just like that. Somebody altered it. So It's there. It is coming from somebody. If you will be in chain. And so when you go do a little research, we find out that uh, the originator is God Himself. God the Father is involved. You can pick that one in Romans chapter 1, verse 5 and 7. Romans chapter 1, verse 5 and 7. When you go home, you take time and read. And then, you know that it also came through or by Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is also involved. And you know that one can be read in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7, Romans chapter 5, verse 9, and other scriptures. And then the Holy Spirit is also involved. Hallelujah. Amen. Because that one can also be found in Hebrew chapter 10, verse 29. There is called the spirit of grace. Are you with me? Amen. So it means that the source of grace, the amazing grace that we know, it came from God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. It is interesting to know that grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. I think the last time I came, I tried to say a little about it. That the, it was played back. Grace was played back. There was a playback. Uh -huh. But it was revealed through the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ. Ah, on oyi nedi enam Yesu Christo eso. Yeah, this adiana woh. Nana ahinta kakra. Ma Yesu eba aye nana fe adumu nu pie. That's why I was telling that we are now in the dispensation of grace. And you can find that one in Second Timothy chapter one, verse nine, and then verse ten. Second Timothy chapter one. I would love to read that one because uh, there's something I want you to capture there. But if you see it, you find it, you can also read it to save time. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 9, and then verse 10. Hmm. Who is there? Second Timothy chapter 1, one verses 9 and 10. Yeah. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, mm -hmm. not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which, has give, which, ha, which was given to us in Jesus Christ before time began. Verse Good. 10. Before the time began. Good. Mm. Verse Go 10. Mm -hmm. But has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, Good. who has abolished death. It's okay. 
Amen. Amen. Then I will say, this grace was given us in Christ before the beginning of time, but has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ. So it was there, it was hidden. And so for that reason, it was evidence in almost starting from beginning, from day one. And it was manifested, especially when Adam fell. So when Adam fell, we saw that God going to man, not man going to God. Man actually hid, he hid from God. We saw that when Adam fell, man, God himself came to look for Adam. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 24. It is there. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why I was telling you that, that the incident that took place, the lamb that was slain there, it was the same Jesus Christ. That's the same grace. And so I told you when I came here that if you go and find Adam and Eve in, in heaven, don't be surprised. If you are thinking that you take them to Supreme Court, I mentioned it when I came. And you think that you can summon them to come and testify. At least we know. But the Supreme Court ruling that you cannot force somebody to come and testify. <laughs> so Adam will never come and testify. <laughs> Hello? Hi. Are you with me? Yeah. And so Adam and Eve, they are in heaven. It's... I can say it authoritatively because that same grace that saved you, the same grace that was played back to save them. Somebody had a revelation, he went to heaven and he saw Adam and Eve and he asked Adam, Adam the band was, hey, question, wait. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so all the Old Testament saints benefited from the grace. Because of time, let me give you only two people. I've mentioned Adam already. The second one I would like to mention is Enoch. Genesis chapter 5, verse 23. Genesis chapter 5, verse 23. Who is there? Genesis chapter 5, verse 23. Who is reading for us? Genesis chapter 5, verse 23 and 24. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not. And he was not. For God, for God took him. Amen. I want you to read it again. Okay. So you know the story, so that's why I'm shortening it. Yes? Okay. Genesis chapter 5, verses 23 and 24. Mm -hmm. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Mm. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. When you read, we see 365, what immediately comes to your mind? No, no, I'm talking about the figure, the number 365. What immediately comes to your mind? Talk about one year, right? But it's not like that. 
I want you to know that God is so meticulous about figures in the Bible. God is a mathematician. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You find out that he could have taken Methuselah when he was 300 years. But he waited for Moses to clock 365 years. Why? Because every figure there had a meaning. Every number there had a meaning. Let me quickly give you that. I thought they would project that one so that I would just skip it, but it wasn't. The, the, let me give a quick rundown of figures and the numbers between 1 to 10. Okay, for the sake of time, let me, let me, let me skip that. Because am, I, am I free? All right. Number one stands for unity. Number two stands for union. Number three stands for resurrection. So I want to underline the trio because I have mentioned three there. Number four stands for creation. Number five stands for grace. So underline the grace. Number six stands for the number of man, because man was created on the sixth day. Number seven stands for completeness or spiritual perfection. Number eight stands for a new birth or a new beginning. Number nine stands for the, the fruit of the spirit or harvest or the fruit of labor. Number ten stands for law and responsibility. So, let us pick the three, six, five from what I've just given you. So the three stands for what? Oh, are you here? Hello? Hi. That is why Jesus Christ resurrected on the third day. Amen. Are you getting something? Christ could have resorted, we could have resorted even the same day he was buried. He had the power to do that. He had the power to do that. Now, oh, me, son, come sorry, you could have resorted the second day. But you waited for the third day. Because you wanted to meet the threshold. I think that where to pick it from the Supreme Court. The threshold. <laughs> Just guy wanted to meet the threshold mm. of resurrection. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the three day is standing for what? Resurrection. The power Amen. of resurrection. And the sense is standing for what? Man. Man. And the five is standing for what? Grace. Hallelujah. Amen. So it means that he had to he had to cover, he had to clock it. So if you join the eat together. Then it is the resurrection of man mm. through the grace of God. Amen. Oh, maybe you didn't get it. 365 means that he is representing mankind. So this was, that means that he died and resurrected with Jesus Christ. Because nobody goes to God except through Jesus Christ. Get that one clear. No man comes to the Father except by me, or say through me. So if you don't associate with Jesus Christ, there's no way. So the grace was played back. That means Jesus Christ had a role, even in the ascension of, uh, uh, what is it, the translation of Enoch. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? So I repeat again. I repeat. The resurrection of man through the grace of God. Shall we all say it together? Resurrection of man. That means that Enoch died and resurrected. Because as you are sitting down here, you have already died with Jesus Christ and you have already resurrected. Mebuana. Oh, are they we? When is Christ going to Eh? That's why we don't fear Samayin because me I'm in that one. I'm a Samayin that I'm in that one. I'm a Wood that I'm asking you sorry. Yeah. And Samayin because the Holy Samayin because I'm in Muka. The Holy Ghost is all living. So why should I fear Samayin? Ghana for this Rosa man. Connegiria, there. We pray why you see no fear. If you know one, you see no Nankurana Betran Nanus. I'm the Ghana, Ghana, and the Bussy and the power of Ghana. Hey! What would you want? Who's Rosa Mayer? Catalonia is a men's room, Bibia, a men's room. Hallelujah. Amen. Where my daughter read again. He said that Enoch walked faithfully with God. Though the word there is faithfully, faithfully, faithful, faith and a fool, full of faith. faithful. So he walked faithfully, and he was no more. He didn't say, and he died. I mean, he left. He said he was no more. So that expression also has something to do with Jesus Christ. And I will explain it. Should I? Should I go ahead? Because just Christ said in Revelation chapter 1 verse 18 that I am the living one. I was dead and now I am alive. That was is referring to the humanity of Jesus Christ. So it means that he, he also qualified to go to heaven because he associated with the worst. Because he associated with the worst. The worst and the worst is Jesus Christ. Amen. And so you see that he said that. And he was not. That means worst had something to do with his translation to heaven. That without Jesus, he not couldn't have gone to heaven. That's what I want to say. Hello? Hi. Are you with me? Okay, let me give you another example of another example of uh, hmm. right, because of time I will not, I, I, I will say Jacob also had a similar experience with Jesus Christ in Genesis 31 verse 38 to 42. He said, in this way the man grew exceedingly prosperous. And what the moment you hear way then where does your mind go to? Way, 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 W-A-Y you see, he was, he was going through a lot of experience. He was going through hardship. That's why I said the song that my daughter sang was prophetic. Amen. He associated with the way, and the way there is Jesus Christ. So he said, in this way, not that this way, no. This is the original this way. Who says that I am the way, I'm the truth, and then I'm the life. So it means that Jacob, before his fortune was turned, because 14 good years, it was hopeless. 14 good years, was life was hopeless. But when he met the grace, when the grace of God was revealed to him, 
And you had that encounter of Jesus Christ, and you, when you go further, he himself said it. That, that was my situation. But when I met Jesus Christ, I pray that God just has to reveal himself to you this week. Amen. And they will bring a total change. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The grace also happened in the dispensation of the law. And you find out that even all whatever Moses did, it has something to do with the sacrifices, the blood and everything. It was still referring to Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me quickly run off the grace because of time. Then the benefits of the grace. The benefits. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, where we read says that we have been saved by grace. Then Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says that redemption through the blood Forgiveness in accordance with the riches of his grace. Then Romans 3 verse 24 is also saying that we have been justified by his grace. Then uh, Romans 6 verse 40 says that we are not under the law but we are under grace. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, which I also like, it says that grace is our sufficiency. In fact, grace is the foundation of the whole redemptive plan. Amen. Amen. Now, when we talk a little about the faith, Hebrews has already defined faith for us. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Hebrew, I can it is the foundation of the believer's life. And the Bible says that without it, no one can please the Lord. In fact, faith in the spiritual, spiritual sense is the sixth, the sixth sense. The sixth. The sixth, sixth sense. You don't have five senses, am I right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Because when we apply faith, we are not, we said that we, 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 are, we are not moved by what we see, it's not by sight. It's not by what we hear, but by the word of God. We live by faith, and not by sight. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse seven. Hallelujah. Amen. And so faith now becomes the number six sense. Latin can. Of course, we know them. We have the size. And so if you are a Christian and then you are depending on the five senses, so you, 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 may, you may lose. I want to give an example in the Bible. When Jacob came to steal his brother's blessing, instead of Isaac to depend on the spirit, the faith, the senses, First of all, because of time, the uh, Genesis 27, you go home, take your time and study it. The verse 1, he was depending on his sight. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the verse 14 too, he was depending on taste. The food that they will bring. So, so Rebecca prepared in such a way that it was just like the same God bless you. They were just like how you saw you you saw 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 
he prepared just like how you so used to prepare the Roman coin for the father. As I informed said, we're Roman coin, nobody, I born in Fruby, three days, not as what I born. Sanana, you saw the end, you beat him, mamma, one mamma to one mamma a competition. Now, Pedernedia, I'll catch your bus on Gurum Cope and I'm very good animal. Ubrawiro, then he was also depending on his feeling, touch. Verse 21, that is verse 21. So I said, come closer, let me touch you and see whether you are truly my son Esau. Yeah. Then he also depended on the scent, the smell, scent. Meanwhile, meanwhile, he was wearing the coat of Esau. So the scent was there. So that one also failed him. The smell also failed him. I pray the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Say so you will not depend on what you hear or what you see. Amen. Or what people are saying. You depend on the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The same sense that can transform your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Not the head fit. You see, some people have different perception about certain things. When we went to Jerusalem, we had the opportunity of visiting River Jordan. Do you know that some people came all the way from South America? To come and get baptized in the River Jordan. What was their mind? Once I baptized in the River Jordan, I know that I'm going to heaven. Ah! Mm. May God help them. Amen. And some who came, if you see their candle, the Roman colors, some of them, their candle is taller than myself. They came with their pastor. And let me also bring this story inside. The river Jordan, because this part is for Jordan, the country of Jordan, this part is for Israel. The, the river is not big. Old. They have divided the river into two. Hey, in Kamafui. Hmm. And so just say, Who called her? Who called Jordan? Only a daughter, and so, and so much much and so. And so, may God help them. Amen. They will do my amen. Amen. There's nothing in the river Jordan. What God was is requiring from somebody is your faith and your obedience. When God told, when Elijah, Elijah told Nehemiah, go and dip yourself seven times in the river Jordan, he was not saying that there's something inside the river Jordan. Elijah said, All what he was expecting him to exercise was his faith. And then obedience. I pray that God will endow you with that. Amen. Word. Let me quickly run through some, some of the aspects of faith. We have the saving faith because of time I will not explain it. We have the saving faith. Then the fruit of faith. And then the gift of faith. And the doctrinal faith. 
Then you have the perfect fit. Hallelujah. Amen. Then you also have degrees of fit. We have no fit at all. That the Trome chapter 32, verse 20. And then Mark chapter 4, verse 40. No fit. People, they don't have, some people don't have fit at all. Mm. They have little faith. Some people have little faith. Matthew, Matthew chapter 8, verse 26. Matthew and then chapter 14, verse 31. Then you have those also have the weak faith. Romans chapter 14, verse 1. Then you have those who have dead faith. Faith is dead. James chapter 2, verse 17. You have those who have vain faith. Their faith is vain. V-A-I-N. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14. We have those who have great faith. Everybody say great faith. Mm -hmm. do, do chapter 7, verse 9. Then we have what you call fullness of faith. Then we have that's Acts chapter 11, verse 24. I think I'm running too fast. Don't worry, you'll get the script. I'll send it through Esther. And true, all true pastor for you. They have steadfast faith. Colossians chapter 2, verse 5. Then you have rich faith. Rich faith. James chapter 2, and then verse 5. Then we have unfeigned faith. Unfeigned faith. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Then you have strong faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 19 and 20. That's what Abraham exercised. He wasn't disturbed at all. He was persuaded God had the power to do what he has said. They have measure or proportion of it. Romans chapter 12, verse 3 to 6. Now let me talk a little about the salvation, the one saved, and the, the praise of grace and faith. I, think I still have about uh, 12 minutes or so. Hallelujah. Amen. God has made it categorically clear that salvation is through Jesus Christ. And he has used John F. Which is a quotation which everybody knows. John chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. John chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. And I like the way that God ended that scripture. You see, he did not leave us in suspense. Chapter 3 and verse 16. Sister, are you there? Let's read it over again. Let's refresh our memory. John chapter 3, verse 16 verse to 16. 18. Okay. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Verse 18. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. Amen. Amen. The verse 19 said, this is the verdict. We are still going to Supreme Court. He said, this is the verdict. I thank God that my lawyers are there, they are supporting me. Mm. Hmm? Mm. Verdict. The light has come to the world, but people love darkness. Instead of, and so on the, on the judgment, the God is not going to waste his time. Over. 
The message is clear. It's true Jesus Christ and nothing. So we have a work to do, have a job to do. If you think that Moses, sorry to use that, let me remove the mic. Nigeria coming to me now, friend. If you, you know, you think that Muslims are going to heaven, you are deceiving ourselves. That is why we have to work harder to win them. And I like what Peter also said in Acts chapter 4 and verse 12. Acts chapter 12, uh, chapter 4 and verse 12. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Read it for us, please. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, by which we must be saved. There's Amen. no other name. Mm. No other name. Not the name of Amuadagor, not the name of Amate, not the name of grace, not the name of comfort. By which anybody can be saved. And not the name of Muhammad. Muhammad. Hallelujah. Amen. I love it. And Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2 is a scripture I also love. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 and 2. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 and 2. Was it there? Romans there? chapter 8, verse, verse 1, 1 and, and 2. 2. There is therefore now no there condemnation. There is therefore now no condemnation. To those who are in Christ Jesus. For those who are in Christ Jesus. Why? Who do not walk according to the flesh. Yes. But according to the spirit. Mm -hmm. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of For life. For the law of the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Has made me free. Has freed me. Has rescued me. From the law, from the of, law sin of sin and death. And, death. and so whenever you have just Christ as your Lord. You are saved. Tell your sister. You are saved. Hallelujah. Amen. But don't be shaking at all. Amen. You know by words. For the fact that you have accepted just Christ. As our Lord and personal Savior. Salvation, the Greek word is sozo and sotera. I will not even go, let me jump that one. But salvation is, is comprehensive, it is complete. Our salvation is complete. And it's inclusive in itself. All the benefits of the cross are ours. It covers the grace, the election, the predestination, the calling, the foreknowledge, the planning, the just, all them, 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 them. The salvation covers everything. Amen. And it involves time past, time present, and time in future. You know, we have a common ground with those who say once saved, forever saved. On on, on, in the area of salvation, please, don't get me wrong. In the area of, of salvation, the salvation comes through Jesus Christ. For that one, they don't have any problem. Because they feel that, their stand is that, once God already knows those who are going to be saved, then there's no point for anyone to even worry himself. And when I was meditating over the message, you know what God told me? He said, their stand is those who, it is like those who believe in the LBT, who find the LBTQ. Those who believe in one safe, forever safe, they are like those who believe in the SBT, whatever, whatever, whatever. Q plus and all that. Uh -huh. they, they are toying. They are toying with their salvation. 
We have a strong stand in the Bible which we receive from our forefathers that this is what we stand for as Church of Pentecost. And I'll give you a few of them. <laughs> because, we see, doctrine, pastor spoke about doctrine yesterday, so let me jump that one. Doctrine received, believed, and practiced determines your destination. Because of the danger of backsliding and apostasy, our stand is that we don't believe in that. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I give a few instances, then I run off my, 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 my message. Christ himself warned that iniquity will abound and the love of many, that's the agape love, will, will was cold. Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, in the last days. Jesus also warned that we should not look back. Paul also said that we should not make shipwreck of our salvation. And the writer of the Hebrews also that we should not drop back into perdition. Both the Old Testament and New Testament, they all talk about that. And the, both the Old Testament and New Testament also speak about names being removed from the book of life. It is there. Moses said it. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? So it means that if your name is written and you don't take care, there's the possibility that it can be removed. There are two, that is what Moses said. You can blot my name from it. If you are going to finish this season, like that, better you blot my name. That means names can be blotted. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are basically two books. Book of the Father and the Book of the Son. Book of the Father is the one who contains the names of all those who have been created from Adam to the last person. And the Book of Life is the those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. But if you play the fool, your name can be blotted out. Hallelujah. I give only two examples in the Bible. Then I bring my message to a close. Amen. The dangers of backsliding, dangers of apostasy. Apostasy means, backsliding means that if somebody has backslided, he can be returned back to, return to God. Sorry, he can be returned to God. But when you say somebody is an apostate, that means he can never return to God. And I'll give you two examples of backsliders and two examples of apostates. Number one, King David. David. He fell into backsliding. When he took somebody's wife. Which we are all aware. When Peter also denied Jesus Christ. He backslided. So Jesus Christ had to restore him. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll give also two examples of people who were also apostates. King Saul. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 1 to 10. He also fell into apostasy when he consulted a medium. 
So David said, somebody met David in heaven. David said that since all this about two years that he has been in heaven, he has never met Saul anyway. Why are you Because he went into apostates. And then, if Paul, if uh, Saul fell into apostates, then what about Judas? Mm. I want you to answer it yourself. Yeah, 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 Judas and Sue. Yeah. You. Hallelujah. Amen. So, my little advice, my last advice, as Paul said that, he said that work out your salvation. Into a small for Paul say, yeah, one casa unqua jemwejuma. With what? With fear and then what? Oh, clap for yourself. We had, we had. That means love. God bless you, Pastor. I finished. Hallelujah.